Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Okay, Dracarys, bitches. Welcome to another episode of Pour It Out. It is a monthly podcast episode that I'm doing of Straight Up with Stassi where I get to connect with you guys. So I get to hear your voicemails where you ask me questions and I get to answer them. And every single episode, I'm rotating one of my friends or like people that like I really care about. And right now I have... Someone who is very, very, very freaking special to me. She is, I think, my oldest friend. Like, yeah, like I've met like a couple people before you, but like no one that's <laughs> that's like that stayed in my life the way that you have that is still my best friend. Like, yeah. it's a major, major thing. The fact that I've known you since I was a little girl and now we're still here at the age of 34 and you live in Los Angeles now like we both came from New Orleans and ended up here and I still get to have you in my life in such an important way it's just like such a beautiful thing this is Alex Stafford hi Alex Stafford <laughs> and if you you know if you are a Vanderpump Rules fan an eagle-eyed fan uh she was on it with me Season six, when I wanted to be a party planner, Alex was staying with me in my apartment and she was helping me with all of my party planner things. Remember that? Amongst other things. Amongst a lot of things. Yeah. Amongst, amongst like uh, going through a breakup, starting to date other people. I got a UTI and you had to take me to the hospital at like four in the so morning. Fun. Love that. <laughs> it was the day before I started my job. Was it really? Yeah. That sucks. No, it was, it was so fun. I got some good pics. You in the hospital gown. A real talk, though, that was like <laughs> one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. Like I've that heard. was worse than than like when I went into labor. Oh, come on. <laughs> the beginning of labor. It was worse than the beginning of labor. Like the feeling of I will never forget it. Like four in the morning. I couldn't even stand up. I remember because you came in to the room in the dark and you're like, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> like, I could not. How did I even get in the car? I think I carried you somewhat. I no, I think you did too. It was wild. We got you there. We got you healthy. And then obviously like Lived we tell the tale. We took con. We did content, filmed content, posted that on the gram right away. Lots of it. Yeah. It was good times. Remind Aww. me to tell you something about that night that like I just don't think I can the like UTI say night? on air. I can't say it on air because I'm married to him now. So like <laughs> Whoa, it's just, just something you just gave it away. No, it's just something he DM'd, but like I can't no, it's all good. It's it's good. But it's just okay. like too it's too okay. much information. All right. all right. Too much information. I'm gonna forget. Can you help me? Yeah, That's well, fine. I don't need to, I don't need to re say <laughs> it anyway. Okay. So thank you for being here. Um, Alex and I literally grew up together and we were besties for a long time. She went to a different school, a college than I did. So like we took like a little break. Sees not like a friendship break, but like. You were there for a little bit. Distance. And then she left. Yeah. But like distance break. Mm -hmm. And then she came back. She came to Los Angeles and here we are. Like, that doesn't happen. My hand. It's a little sweaty. Oh, do you want to hold hands while we podcast? <laughs> no. 
Why not? Because <laughs> it's going to get more sweaty. I don't like it. Wait, but it's not sweaty. <laughs> it's not. It's going to get No, more let me sweaty. feel. It's like really not sweaty. Very clammy. You have such soft hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Keep on the, the compliments. What else can you, you guys, say? Guys, this feels like a weird podcast episode because we're recording it at night. Feel very weird. Because she has a job <laughs> that like is all day. <laughs> she, she has a real job. She has an all day real job. And a big um, girl job. She couldn't come over to do this until after. And I don't I can't remember the last time I podcasted at night. And I'm sick. So all of that together, I feel a little delirious. But yeah. Also, Lowe's here on the microphone. I feel like I should introduce that like every episode in case people are like, what the fuck? Who is that voice of God? Who is the voice? <laughs> who- <laughs> Who's the microphone over there? Too? I have a little mic right here. Yeah. So I can chime in. I like that. Actually, speaking of chiming in, um, this week on The Good, The Bad, The Baby, we were talking about you, Alex, because we want to know. Oh, <laughs> this yeah. is going to sound so random. But if you listen to The Good, The Bad, The Baby, it'll make sense. Was Stassi a bully in high school? Okay, wait. Before you answer... <laughs> That's a bully move right there. No. Okay. If, if y'all want to listen to this podcast, because I my hopes for Hartford, I was talking about what I hope she's like growing up. And you can listen on Patreon. To and go you listen, can watch. And you can watch it on Patreon. But I hope that she always remains so sweet and loving. And like she invites all of these kids like into the playground. Like when there's a new kid that she hasn't seen before, she goes up and welcomes it. It. She She's welcomes the kid. She's socialite. Just, yes. And so, and then I don't know how it came up, but I was like, the talk of like bullies. But I'm yeah, like, because Bo said he was bullied and you said, oh, you I said, yes. And I was like, oh, I've never been bullied. I was like, but we didn't have bullies in high school because thank you. We, uh, we went to an all girls. They thought Catholic I, they school, thought that yeah. meant that I was the bully because I said, I've never been bullied and we didn't have bullying in our school. <laughs> I feel like there would be more bullies That's at an all-girls Catholic school. So you can answer the question now. <laughs> <laughs> My story with Stasi starts in elementary school. So I like to call... <laughs> in elementary school, she was like a... A version of Regina George. Okay, that sounds like a fucking bully. Yeah. No, no it, Alex, like that. No, but you're that- like Regina George light. Like you're, you weren't, you had actually had a good heart and you were nice to people, but you were kind of, you were the queen bee. People followed you around. My dad coined the phrase Stassi's posse because we like people idolized her from a very no. young age. <laughs> you're very influential. <laughs> no, that is so not true. Like who? How can you say that? I don't understand. No, like no one idolizes anyone in her. People idolize me? Wait, hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I just what? don't get it. No, I don't understand. Listen, you're being dumb right now. I know I was bossy. You're... I know that I've always been bossy. Okay. Like, that it is what it is. Like, that's fine. But to say Regina George... You were, right. because, like, people follow... Where she cuts out the things in her shirt or whatever. <laughs> Everybody was doing stuff like that around you. <laughs> I mean, I could go on. I have so many stories. Uh, when we got to high school, though, we were, it was all girls. So, and we all wore the same thing to school. So it was just like, everybody was, it was very, you know, there yeah. was no competition. Yeah, there was no bullying in and high school. And we were uh, theater nerds. Yeah. So like, so it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. We stuck to our, our own Bully group of friends. is not the word. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. You were, yeah. She was a very... Ho- <laughs> Influential Queen Bee uh, leader. Wow. Wow. Only good stuff. Okay, you can say what's wrong. What she is today. You can say what's wrong with me. That felt like... (laughs) What's wrong with me? Um, I... Sometimes your picture looks different how you look in person, like slightly. (laughs) When your mom edits it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't reference that inside joke. Okay, fine. I'll no, talk about it. Great. I'll talk about it. No, I'll talk about it. Okay, she's referencing. I couldn't come up with a flaw. <laughs> she's referencing. Okay, that's really nice. She's referencing. You guys, there was this thing that happened the day I got engaged, the night I got engaged. I thought I was never going to forgive my mom. Like, we'd never have a relationship ever again. Like, it was done. This is my story. We were never going to talk. After Bo proposed, we had our thing at Lisa Vanderpump's. Then went to Belmont, celebrated with more people. Then I got back to my apartment, 
Bo and I hung out for a while. And then like, as I was getting ready to go to sleep, it's probably like three o'clock in the morning at this point. I'm scrolling through Instagram because I'm like, I want to see all the photos from my engagement day. I want to see all the things, you know, you're giddy, you're excited. It was a day about you. Like, it's so much fun. All of a sudden, I take out my Instagram. (laughs) My heart dropped past my butt. Like, (laughs) if there was a farther place to drop past the butt, that's where it dropped. My blood literally ran cold like it felt like I all of a sudden had superpowers like I was fully transformed I felt it physically everywhere my mom posted a photo of me and her with me like posing with my ring and she (laughs) edited it but I looked crazy I looked like how do I say like how do I explain what I looked like like Tori Spelling no Tori's (laughs) Tori Spelling. But Tori Spelling's pretty. Tori Spelling, Spelling is really pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. So like you can't, it's like Tori but Spelling. it did not look like you. If she was turned into a monster. Do you know what I'm saying? It just did, it wasn't your face. No, it was, so like, <laughs> my else. mom loves to Facetune, okay? And she used to, I used to like get into fights with her about it because I would be like, if you're going to Facetune yourself in a photo, then you have to Facetune everyone else. Otherwise, you're going to become that person everyone hates. No one's going to want to take photos with you. That's just mean. Like, you can't make yourself look good and let everybody else be looking lackluster. Like, that's so selfish. And I would would get into arguments with her. I mean, like, real hardcore arguments. Sure enough, on, like, one of the most important days of my life, she did that to me. And I know what it was. I started calling. It's three in the morning, and I started calling my sister. My My mom just texted me. (laughs) Her ears are burning. (laughs) She can hear us. So weird. Okay. I really anyway. want you to show everybody the picture. No, I'll only show it right now. Oh, well then on Patreon. Okay. I'm not it's favorites. not gonna be something that people can save to their you guys. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna show this photo. Oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna vomit. It's not even me. Like it it's is not my favorite. Alex like makes... I actually we ha- I made her put it in her favorite so that we can reference it regularly. That was smart. Yeah. <laughs> it gives me a kick. Wow. It's unforgivable. No, can it's I, like can I hold it for a minute? <laughs> yeah, you can hold it. Hold on, let me read the caption. Okay. So <laughs> I showed it if you want to see it on Patreon. Don't anyone screenshot that and circulate it. It's not me, okay? It's can my mom. That? This is the caption. Mommy's firstborn. Hashtag princess. Hashtag I am the one. Hashtag Principesa. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Principesa. Who liked it? My sister. So I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? My sister thought that this was something she could like. So I'm calling my sister, blowing up her phone, being like, someone needs to wake mom up to take this fucking photo down. I look again. Somebody else has liked it. The Vanderpump Rules fan account. Great. This is going to be circulated. <laughs> I start calling Nikolai. Everyone, now you can hold it. Everyone to try and wake up my mom. No one woke up. And so like I was sitting there just like knowing that more hours were going to go by, that people were going to see this photo and think that it's me. And think that it's me. And that's what I look like. And I was so upset. And I knew. I was like, I know exactly what this is. My mom took her sleeping pill and she already like had cocktails. So like she was just going through Facetune being like, Swish, swish, swipe this way, swipe this way, and distorted my fucking face while she was making everything else in the photo look great. So on the day that was my day, she was worried about herself. <laughs> and uh, Alex never lets me forget that. And well, it's just gold. No, it really, really is. All right. So that. I never thought anyone was going to see that. Like, I really, truly never thought that. She phone- really told me. She's like, this is in the vault. Yeah. Like, Alex was can- like, can you just like send it to me so that I have it? I'm like, no, because I don't know who else you're going to show. I don't trust you. I don't trust anyone. Well, granted, I did have a very questionable picture of you. Not questionable, but like a very unflattering picture of you <laughs> on my background of my phone for like two years. Yeah. No. Don't tell them why. Because everybody's going to think I'm a a, a bully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine. I won't tell them why. Everyone no, just use let your... me tell them why. Okay. 
because you're going to say it wrong. Okay, fine. Um, Sassy got out of the shower one time and she looked like a who person. I just looked like shit. Okay. She didn't look like I've never seen her like this. And I was like, interesting. She's <laughs> never seen me this ugly before. I was and like, so she's like, wow. I didn't even know that was possible. I feel really <laughs> good about myself. <laughs> like, because she's so beautiful. Hello. I couldn't even come up with a flaw a minute ago. <laughs> so uh, you could so just fucked up. have this one thing where she like looked ugly. <laughs> I was like, I could document this. And it literally was the background of my phone. And she's like, please take it I down. Please yeah. take it down. Do I'm know, like, no chance. Do you know how <laughs> fucked up that is that you looked at me and said, wow, you're ugly. I need to document it. And then on top of that, I need to make it the background of my phone. So anytime Not anyone's ugly. with me, I they're going to be like, who is that? I'm like my friend when she was ugly. <laughs> And everyone's like, but she's so pretty. I'm like, I know. That's so mean. (laughs) That's so mean. I don't think it's mean. I think it just validates how pretty you are. Because like, I don't know what's going on that day. I don't know what's (laughs) happening. I don't know what's happening with my phone. It just, I don't know. (sighs) Whatever. Whatever. All right. It's really a compliment if you think about it. I don't feel that way, but it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. So... I figured that you would actually be one of the best people to do this with me to listen to questions, give different perspectives, because you and I have completely different way of handling everything when we find ourselves in situations of conflict, uh, relationships, breakups, makeups, party hosting, I don't know, being social, just we're so different in every way that I feel like it would be really great to get your perspective on shit. So let's listen to the first question. Hey, Stassi. Um, I recently went through a breakup that was, um, I'd spent nine years with this person. We had two kids. Uh, he cheated on me and I broke up with him and then maybe a year later I started dating somebody else that was amazing and um and then like six months later he broke up with me um this last guy I don't have anything bad to say about him like he was a great guy great dad we both have kids which was awesome um but I can't help but think that the second time was kind of harder. It was a different breakup, um, but it was just harder to go through because the first time I could like hate him and I was just angry. The second time, um, like I don't have anything bad to say and I still think he's a good person. Um, And there's not a lot of people out there who have gone through a breakup with someone that they think is a good person. And I just want to know if you have any advice or people out there have any advice for getting over a relationship with someone who is a good person, because I can't seem to let this one go, even though it was only a few months compared to almost a decade. Um, it seems like it's harder for me to get over this one. Okay, thanks. Love you so much. Bye. Okay. So I like this, this question she asked like either like a couple months ago or like a month ago, like I I heard it before and it's haunted me because (laughs) I think back on all of my exes, they're serious ones. And there's not one nice one. (laughs) There's literally not one nice one. There's not one that I'm like, I was proud of that. That's fucked up. That is like ridiculously fucked up. I think about, okay, like my first boyfriend, like, oh, shout out to him. Shout out to Brock. He was a great, like, he's a great person, but like that was so long ago that like does not count. Like that doesn't like count as like a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I'm thinking you were of, a kid. I was a kid. So like, it's like, 
all the adult, more adult relationships, like once I moved to LA and started having relationships there, like all those guys were like really awful and like bad to me and have fucked me up in so many ways that I'm just like, wow, I don't know what it's like to be in a serious relationship with someone and have them break up with me. And I don't think I know what it's like to be broken up with because I think that it was always my shitty boyfriends doing so much bad shit to me that I eventually snapped and broke up with them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I've just been in dysfunctional relationships <laughs> my whole Sounds life. Sounds like it. Like all your... And I know that about you, but do, I just... So like all of your ex-boyfriends? Like, no, because a lot of yours were... Dicks uh, I've, had a, I've had a mixed bag. I've had, you know... I've had a mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I like it. I'm going to start saying that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Think about an ex-boyfriend that you're like, he broke up with you. Right. But you don't have anything bad to say about him. Okay. That is a really tough one. Um... I don't... That's a very unique scenario because I don't... I can't relate to it. I've... Yeah, I haven't been broken up with anyone that I don't have anything b- bad to say. That's like a truly a good person. Um, I don't know. I think naturally we find things yeah. that are bad about them so that we can get past it. Maybe you got to just like really dig deep. <laughs> no, I no, but like that like must really suck because it the really, only right, the does. only way to like I I personally feel like the only way to get over someone is to focus on the negative, bad, the negative, like sure. what was wrong with this person? What was wrong with that relationship? How that person hurt you? Like you can't get over someone when you're just being like, that was great. So glad. So, so sad. It's over. How do you get over something when it was just so great? Like, I guess I feel so bad for this person. Cause yeah. it's like, they were in a nine, she was in a nine year relationship and has children yeah. with someone who then cheated on her. <sighs> sucks that's horrible i'm so sorry that that happened to you and then to get in a relationship with someone for half a year where you feel like wow like i'm finally being treated the way that i deserve like this i feel happy i feel safe i feel all these things and then they just are like you know what that's not working for me that's ridiculously hard because then it's like you're right back to being like, wait, but what is wrong with me? Do you know what I mean? Well, I guess in that case, then the negative is that they weren't meant for you, right? Yeah. So you should focus on that and maybe why or just that fact alone that he didn't see you as somebody that was compatible for him. So yeah. and you sound like somebody that is deserving of somebody that thinks of you in that way. And so maybe, maybe hone in on that. And I think that like, maybe you liked the idea of this person more than, and maybe you were blinded by what was wrong with the relationship. Like, I'm not saying he was a bad guy by, or had even bad qualities by any means, but like, maybe you guys weren't compatible and you just weren't seeing it because you had just gotten out of this nine-year relationship with someone who did something horrible to you and you wanted so badly for the next thing to work. So maybe you were just blinded by by that, that you weren't seeing it for what it really was. And so good point. if you were to look back on it and all the time that you've spent together, try and look at it without rose-colored glasses. Try mm-hmm. and look at it as realistically as possible and be like, was it actually everything you thought it was? Was it? Because when I look back... Because some of the people that I just like dated in between serious relationships that I felt like really hurt me when they were like, ah, this isn't going anywhere. I look back and I'm like, how did I think that like that person was going to be the person for me? How was I because that delusional? Because I wanted it so badly to work. Rejection. Rejection is very powerful and it can it can manipulate you into thinking something that you that's not true. Yeah. That's just like so complicated. Yeah. So I would just, yeah, recommend, I recommend like looking back on this relationship and really like trying to just not um, romanticize it and be like, Mm -hmm. what really was it like? 
What really was it like? Because maybe it wasn't all the things that you thought. But like, I feel for this woman. And in time, she'll see. You'll see. Totally. Just give it a little moment. And you could somebody be, else will come along. You could be friends with this dude if he's such if he's that like great of a guy. I do believe that like you can be friends with people that mm-hmm. you've dated just because his peep has been in your vag. I really don't think that like that makes it that you like couldn't be friends. I just I've never really subscribed to that. You're so eloquent. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, <laughs> next question. <laughs> Hey, Stassi. I'm so excited that your podcast is back. Um, So I wanted to share a little story with you that happened to me this past weekend. Um, So I was very hungover from being with my friends and, you know, having a good time, only two margaritas, and I was somehow hungover. Anyway, um, I went to the Dunkin' Donuts and ordered my pumpkin cream cold brew and, you know, half dozen assorted donuts trying to get this hangover together and my voice is definitely sounding a little bit more Kardashian, you know, vocal fry from being hungover and tired. And, um, the gentleman behind me had their windows rolled down and they were actively making fun of the way I was talking and like saying it very loudly. Um, and it was just very rude and disrespectful. I was like, what the heck? Like they have the audacity right now when I'm just trying to get my coffee and, I just, I didn't understand it, whatever. They just wanted to be hateful. So I went up to the register and I, you know, mustered all of, you know, I I just wanted to emasculate them essentially. So I decided to tell the lady, I said, hey, um, I would like to pay for the gentleman's drinks behind me that um, were talking shit about me. And she was like, yes, girl, come with kindness. Yes. Um, but it really bothered me. And it kind of had me thinking, how do you deal with this much hate? You deal with hundreds of thousands of comments on the internet from, and I'm dealing with just two losers who are making fun of me for the way I talk. And like, you're getting, you know, your child is probably being brought into these hateful comments, your family, like your spouse. And I'm just wondering how you deal with the hate. Um, but love you, girl. Um, have a great one. Okay. Listen, I had to include this one because, first of all, this girl is a natural-born storyteller. Like, the way she just told that voicemail, with all of the specifics, all the detail, I felt like I was there. Just, like, she only had two margaritas and was hungover. What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I know everything. Woke up. Charcoal pills. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to, you need some charcoal pills. That is my advice to you. Charcoal pills, you will not be hungover. She goes to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning to get her pumpkin cold brew and a half dozen donuts. We need to know what flavors. I need to know what donut flavors. Yeah, what are your guys' favorite donut flavors? What is your favorite donut flavor? Chocolate covered sprinkle. So like 100%. So like yellow cake? Since I was little. Yellow cake with chocolate icing? Not the cake. The It's like the... The yellow donut. The glazed donut. Right, the glaze, but with, with chocolate, chocolate icing sprinkle. sprinkle. Wow. Since I was little. Was there judgment in that? <laughs> no. Actually, like, it, there wasn't, like, I could have guessed that. Okay. It, the same way, like, one of her favorite foods is cake. Yeah. And then when I'm like, what's your, what kind of, like, cake what is your, cake? what flavor? And she's like, you know, like, I love a good white cake, like, the vanilla or, like, if there's yeah. almond or, you know, buttercream, just, like, the... Just just all of that. Whoa, whoa. And I think it's just like your stereotypical cake that she likes. Right. And to me, that's just like stereotypical donut flavor. I'm going to steal one of, one of Hartford's cake pops later. Oh, yeah. I made their healthy ones. Oh. I made healthy I'll ones I'll eat it today. anyway. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I struggle with this, with what my favorite donut flavor is. I'm way more complicated <laughs> than you are. Let's hear it. And it changes. It changes based on my mood. You no, know, it like, but like it does. <laughs> like, I love a good like crispy cream glaze, like oh. just a classic crispy clean cream glaze. You can't deny that. But, however, when I was pregnant, <laughs> I really cannot like wait to hear this. It's going to be like a like a Bavarian cream filled jelly top. No, I don't like any bacon. Well, we did have one. Lo brought over a box of like gourmet donuts and I've concluded maple 
Maple is my favorite. Knew it. Yeah. I don't know how I knew that. It does have bacon on it too. Like, yeah. But I, I don't. Ha- I don't have to have the bacon. But every time I go to a donut place now and I see that there's like maple donut, especially with like maple icing, I'm like, that's. I know that Those that's an good. easy one that I will love no matter what. I don't hate the maple donuts. Answer. It will never be my favorite though. So you don't like? Um, oh, you know what's good? Twist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Are the donut holes the little baby donut ones? Donut holes are fun. Yeah. What about um so you don't like cake donuts? When they're I like, do. we have the cake cone. I'll here. eat it, but it's like it they're so dry sometimes. They are. <laughs> There's nothing you can do they, unless you dip it. They are dry. In the coffee. You know, have you ever been to the place <laughs> at Universal Studios? The donut place there? Is with it, like it's is like it The Simpsons? No, it's like in in the City Walk, and there's like it's all crazy fun flavors. Like, and they're just, no, it's such a, awesome. it's such a fun experience. And like, they have them like circling in like, you know, those like display cases that circle around. So you can just go and look and, and just be like, I want that one. And then at the last minute, that one, that one, that one, and that one too. So I want to know what this girl, what do winners get when they order half dozen donuts? Because this girl is we a winner. Know. And then to just say, I, you know, I don't think that would ever cross my mind to say, I want to pay for their... No, I don't that think is I would my think- motto, kill them with kindness. You First, you, you like, you do the internal, like I want to light you on fire. But then outside in the world, you actually do something really nice and show them like, there's no need for violence, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, I really commend you for doing that, and I want to know what the outcome of that was. I like, do too. Like, what did, were they like, "Oh, we're we're dicks," right? Did they yeah. like try and follow you? I mean, I, they probably couldn't follow because I would imagine they were in the car, right? Yeah, so like she yeah. drove off or whatever. But I okay. So number one point that I wanted to make is like you are a queen, and I love how you handled this situation, and I learn something from you today like I learned from her like I am going to do that at some point in my life I might not be in a drive through line I might be someplace else but I'm gonna remember this and be like I'm gonna offer to like send them around a drink so I'm gonna offer to like do this the next time someone's being an asshole to me it's like <laughs> it's like the the part in Notting Hill where um Julia Roberts goes yes. up to the table and she's like she's like you have to excuse my friend I also think that you all have Dicks the size of peanuts. Bye. Yes. Or whatever she says. I don't know what the line is. That doesn't sound like she's being nice, though. That, no, I she's like really charming talking. at first. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I understand. Like, y'all were just, it was just banter. Also, you have small penises. Bye. Yeah. You know. Uh, love Julia Roberts. Love that movie. I haven't seen that in a really long time. I just watched it. It's fresh. Um, Alex, how do you stick that line better? How do you deal with, <laughs> I'm not talking about haters. I'm not talking about trolls. Okay. But like, how do you deal with, um, real life hatery people and trolls because I know how you deal with it and I just feel like it's not well. <laughs> <laughs> not well, bitch. <laughs> um, wait, this question is not for me. I'll answer it too. But okay. I just want to hear you. Um, it depends on if it's a stranger or somebody that's closer to me. Okay, well, um, let's, let's do stranger because I know you don't deal with people that are closer to you. Um, stranger, I usually get caught off guard, but then I like, you know, gather myself and then I usually kill him with kindness the same way she did. I get upset first and I'm like, I got this. Let me, you know, like give him a hug or something. Yeah. But like when people that are close to you, you, you don't handle that very well. I don't know. I, well, I usually avoid conflict when it does happen. I, it takes a lot of processing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with it. I, you know, dealing with haters is hard. I would love to sit here and be like, it just doesn't affect me anymore. I've been dealing with it for so long that I just like don't care. No, I still care. I don't care as much as like the, I think the average person that doesn't have to deal with this type of shit would care. I think that if someone else were in my position, they would be upset all the time. But like, so I think I handle it as as well as I possibly can. Like, I think I'm pretty strong and pretty tough, but I still care and it still bothers me. And when I see people coming at me 
or yeah, adding my family into that Hartford bow. Like I get so fucking angry and upset and I'm frantically texting low or someone about like, what the fuck is blah, 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 blah. Like I will go crazy for like a good 25 minutes if my family is brought into it. And like it, there are certain, and I never know when like a certain comment or message is actually going to hit and set me off because other times like I could spend a week of just like watching hate comments come in and like be fine. But like, you never know when something is just going to really hit. And I feel like my way of dealing with it has always been to like write something back that is like, that's not mean, but that's like, I really, it sounds like you're having a really bad day. Like, and I really hope that it gets better. And then normally like everyone then just like chimes in after that (laughs) because I've come. So I really don't have to do any like fighting. But like when I see people fighting back on social media, I'm like, you're lame. That kind of is lame. That's the thing, isn't it? Like when somebody comes off like that or comes at you aggressively, it's usually about them. You know, they that's an age old concept that there's something going on with them that they feel they need to go after someone else. One hundred percent, because happy people who are content, they don't do that. They don't do that. I don't know. Anyone that goes on like social media I don't or either. goes and writes negative comments like, or messages people? to people, it's like disturbing to me. <laughs> I mean, there, there are things I see online that I'm like, I have an opinion about, but I don't go as far as to, to write, write them down and then send them out into the universe. Of course, I have a million opinions about shit. I talk about it all in this podcast. Like... I know, but to like people are angry and they want to take it out on other people. It's just yeah, it's you wild. just have to remember that, and you I also have to remember that. I also every remember day. that like people don't know me personally, so like there, right. and there are some people that are like just watching Vanderpump Rules for the first time, and they think that I'm this twenty three year old girl who's like lighting restaurants on fire, and it's like little <laughs> like they don't know that I'm now. 34 and what I've gone through or what I've learned or what I've how I've changed and like what my life life is that I'm a human being that like that's also a television show (laughs) like (laughs) it's not like real life like it's so I have to just like remind myself that like Mm -hmm. well people don't really know like they don't really know so they're just going based off of like what they think they know and that sucks for them that they're just like commenting on someone's page when they just don't know I also like to think about control and just letting go of thinking that I have control. You know, if you just say, I have no control over that, I have no control over how that person is feeling. And then that kind of, that helps me through a lot of situations because a lot of times we want to like manipulate it to to work out how we want it to. Yeah. I also think there's something to be said for... um there's no one in the world that's just like liked by everyone. Like, really? (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Alex, you don't have to be liked by everyone. I'm so kidding. I'm not. You are an incredibly (laughs) likable human being. And I've told you this forever. Like there's something about you that you are just likable. Everyone wants to be around you. You're fun. You're nice. You're a great person. Like if anyone has a problem with you, then that's a problem with themselves. My flaw. What's my flaw? (laughs) (laughs) But you have to remember that like you're not going to be liked by every single person. I know. I have to remind myself that. I'm like, wow, I have a lot of people that don't like me out there. Like, well, they actually do, though. They're just jealous. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We've all been there. You know, when you're stewing with a health problem that you have and you're looking for answers, but you look for them in all the wrong places. Like maybe you just like fall down a Google hole or maybe you uh, resort to like texting a group chat and it's not like your friends know any more than you do. Or maybe you're just like, you know what? I think I'm going to go on TikTok and type it in and like see what pops up. It's not like TikTok people know any more than you do either. I mean, you're on TikTok. So what makes you think that the next person on TikTok knows more about your ailments? That's why you need to find quality medical advice and you can get that from ZocDoc. 
ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So when you're not feeling your best and you're just trying to hold it together and you're worried about what's going on with you, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. And that's where ZocDoc comes in. So using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. So easy, okay? So go to ZocDoc.com slash Stassi and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Stassi, S-T-A-S-S-I, ZocDoc.com slash Stassi. Okay, so now I want donuts. Great. Let's <laughs> next question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, my queen. I'm first of all so fucking excited that your podcast is back. That's the best gift I could have ever asked for. Um, basically, I'm looking for advice on how to, and this is so corny, block out the haters, so to speak. Um, backstory because I know you're going to ask for it and you love it. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for five years. We currently live in upstate New York together, and we're moving to Atlanta, Georgia in December. So pretty big move. We're both very excited about it. He is finishing his doctorate and got an amazing job at a university. So yay, all good things. However, and it's a big however, there have been so many people that I have shared this news with, whether it's an acquaintance or a colleague or whoever who've just been, like, kind of a Debbie fucking downer. Like, oh, you're going to hate Atlanta. It's hot. Oh, there's a lot of traffic. Oh, it's the South. Why are you going to move to the South? Literally so much attitude for no reason, and I just don't have the mental capacity to deal with it. So what I'm asking you is how do I ignore their sourpuss disposition and just be happy in what I'm excited for and not let it, like, dampen my vibe because as much as I'd like to say oh I'm invincible and what people say doesn't bother me it dampens my vibe truly so any advice you might have to ignore the judgments of others I am all ears and ready to hear it okay I love you you're the best gorgeous perfect and amazing bye okay first of all congratulations on your move uh to Georgia and also you seem really excited about life like really positive and fun and excited. So like, try and live in that. So what struck me about this is that it reminds me of just like, there are some people, and I feel like everyone knows, everyone has people like this in their life that are just like innately negative. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like friends that just always kind of have a negative reaction to everything or like when they're presented with a situation or a scenario or news, there's always a negative spin that's put on it where it's like, why can't, why? Like, why does everything have to be so negative? Why does everything have to be such a downer? But this is literally just about them, you yeah, know? They're sad. Do you have friends like that? Everybody does, like you just said. I know, but like- There's so always that one sourpuss. And why, like, don't you think we need to get out all of the sour pusses <laughs> together and do some sort of like intervention? Yeah. Mass <laughs> intervention. You want to do a TED talk? If I could round all of them up, put them like, all in a stadium. Our lives. But like the thing <laughs> is the about these negative people, it's like, um, it's not like you can just, I don't want this girl to be like, oh, you have to get rid of all these for these people who are being so negative. You don't have yeah. to get rid of them. I want all of the negative Nancys out there to know, like, you are still loved. Like, you're still loved. I actually agree with her. I mean, okay, go like, ahead. We don't want to unfriend you. Like, I don't want to unfriend you. Like, I appreciate the good things about you and I care about you, but like, you're really fucking negative all the time. And like, it's, it's making me not want to be around you. So like, I keep my distance from you. And like, that's, it's an annoying way to live. So that's why I need a TED Talk at a stadium so that I can get all of the negative Nancys together and we can just talk about it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Get your tickets now. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. Like, there's there's these people out there. They're they are negative, but they still have lovable qualities. Yes. So you just like it's a mind fog because you're like, I love you, but can you? But like, can like, you just stop? Can you like have a drink and shut the fuck up? Yeah, but it's like, can you like <laughs> when I tell you something, can you not be like? Well, it'll rain that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Not right. <laughs> like, why don't we focus on what's good about what I just said? Like, even if it's not like your cup of tea or something, I truly think that like it is when people aren't fully satisfied with what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't it know. Really, if, it truly is. So, how would you phrase it? If if like she says something to a friend, they say a comment back she doesn't like. What should she say? Can you not be a negative Nancy right now? Because I'm really excited. That's going to start a fight with Nuh-uh. Nance. That, say it Nance that, isn't going to like that. <laughs> say it in that tone of voice. Say it in this tone of voice where it's like not so like, I'm not coming at you. I'm just really like, can you not be a negative Nancy right now? Because I'm really excited. I don't know. I, I Playful. Think, be playful about Alex, it. What would you say? Oh, probably nothing. I like to sweep things under the rug. <laughs> She's honest. I know. Well, what but would you I, do? In my mind, I would probably just say like, I love you and I really need your support. It would mean a lot to me if you could be on board with me. I'm going to miss you so much and I hope that you'll come visit me and vice versa. God, does it have to be that serious? Well, in a night, in a more like fun way, we're, you know, I'm just giving her the word, the dialogue. I mean, this poor girl, she's just like excited about moving to Georgia and she just wants the people around her to be excited and she's going to have to have all these serious conversations. I'm imagining her saying what you just said at like her going away party and then it like erupting into a fight. You know, I never said when I started this podcast that um, it was all going to be sound advice, but this is advice as to what I would do. And that is what I would do. Yeah. Maybe if y'all are like alone on Tuesday night having like, Shrimp kebabs and, you know, (laughs) shrimp kebabs. (laughs) Yeah. And then you say what she said. You know, if you're at the party, say what I said. (laughs) Oh, that texting is an option, too. You know, maybe you could just be like, it really gets me down that you don't support me in this big monumental thing in my life. That could be screenshot. And then that could be taken way more seriously than it needs to be. Yeah, the tone is scary with that. Wait, who's she going to send it to? Other friends? Her negative Nancy. Well, if you're saying something nice, then it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, You'd be surprised. Negative Nancys can spin anything. They could take that screenshot and be like... And edit what you said? No, just like, look at the way she said this. And then all of a sudden you start reading it differently. (laughs) No. Y'all got a toxic group of friends then. I got to get few. out. In that case, out. You're have fun in Atlanta. You're away from those biatches. Maybe she'll make new friends. No, she, not to replace anyone, but like, you know, for fun. It does feel sucky though. That like she just wants to be excited about this and everyone around her is just like uh, maybe they just really love you and don't want you to leave. Yeah, but and they have how, really weird they, ways of all, showing how many, it. How many people, how many people are we talking about? Yeah, how many like, people have said this to you? I feel like it's like two of, girls that are teaming up. Mm, it sounds like it. That sounds like you've been in an experience like that and are projecting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. <laughs> no, but like, it can't be a whole group of people being like... No, that's what I think too. You know? like, but re- realistically, like if it's a whole group of people, then maybe you should reevaluate this move. Yeah, <laughs> That's actually a good point. How many people have been negative about this? Maybe they all know something that you don't. Okay. <laughs> Next. Stasi, great to have you back. I would like to get some advice on how to establish our personal style. You seem to have yours dialed in and how to block out the trends that you just don't care for, how not to succumb to the trend pressure. Specifically, I'd like to know how do you get that great fit on your denim shorts? Thanks. Okay. How does one find their personal style without succumbing to trends this is fun i'd love to know what you have your own personal style really this is your sweater your hand-me-down <laughs> <laughs> legit you gave this to me 
Okay, that's true. You actually do wear all my hand-me-downs, which is why I think you have really good personal style. <laughs> I somehow convinced Stassi to let me clean out her closet. Let me help you organize. I'm going to take this, this home with me. Trash bags. Okay. I'll tell you how. There are like multiple ways you go about this. And listen, sometimes I have fallen victim to trends. Like what? And I hate myself for it. Uh, just when I go back on vote, like in photos, I'm just like, what the? I what was the worst trend you participated in? Um, worst trend. <sighs> okay, bad trend that I followed. Statement necklaces. Fuck! You didn't just follow it. You you like I I created it. Yeah, you established no, like, that. I I you, were, you led that charge. I, You're the one to blame. <laughs> Stassi's posse statement <laughs> necklaces. Is that why I bought that thing from Claire's that covered probs? All of it's like defense. a shield. It's like a shield. No, literally. Is that I your defense mechanism. I say. Let me tell you why. I was so obsessed with statement necklaces. And I was ahead of the statement necklace trend mm. because I followed Olivia Palermo religiously. I have always loved her style and she was very into statement necklaces for a while. So because of that, I thought that they were going to be cool. And guess what? They did end up being cool. It's just now looking back at them, they weren't. Sorry, this goes back to what we were talking about before when you were an influence on people and you did the Regina George, but with statement necklaces. Did I not just say this earlier? It's true. Yeah. Okay. So just bring that back. Well, bring I'm back I'm around. Sorry to every person I influenced with a statement with necklace. a statement necklace. Okay. Um we forgive you. What the fuck was I thinking? Like really, I saved all of them. I saved all of them because I they are a moment in time. Hartford needs them one day for an art project. <laughs> we did make a box with those, didn't yeah, we? We did. Yes. Um, but this is how this is how you get a style that is yours where you don't think about, well, do I need to have this micro mini bag? No, you don't. No one. I need everybody to hear it now. You don't need the micro mini bag. You don't need it. Nothing fits in there. Nothing fits. Not even a credit card. Nothing fits. Don't waste your money. Don't do it. If I sang that in front of Hartford, Hartford would go, again? <laughs> I'd be like, nothing fits. Don't waste your money. Again? <laughs> I love her so much. Okay. This is how. First, make a mood board. I want you to go on Pinterest or go into magazines, whatever it is, where you're going to find inspiration. out Or just... Every time that you are online and you see a photo of an outfit that you like, save it. Make a new folder in your phone. I don't care how you make the mood board. Like, just save photos of outfits you like, people's style that you like. And it could be like you see a photo of an outfit, but you like just the top. Fine. Save that. Write a note on it so that you know what you're talking about. Once you feel like you have, like, enough of, like, uh, enough photos, let's say, like, 30 or, like, you know, enough pins on your Pinterest you can kind of identify like what it is that you like. And then something I saw on TikTok that people are doing recently, they're like, if you can define your style in three words, this will help you not buy trash, okay? So after looking at your mood board or looking at all the photos that you've saved, what are the top three things, three adjectives, doesn't have to be an adjective, but like, I feel like that would be helpful. The three adjectives that would describe what that style is. And then if you always just focus on those three words and when you come across an article of clothing, you're like, is this blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. If it's yes, then get it. If it's not any of those things, it doesn't have to fit all three, but if it's not any of those descriptive words, don't because it's probably just going to sit in the back of your closet. You'll wear it once and that's it. So this what is are really your words? I've thought about this. I've thought about this. Um, let me go into my notes because I wrote down like 12 words when I was doing this. <laughs> Hold on. Such a nerd. Um, this might take me a second to find it because I did this a really long time ago. Oh, three word fashion trend. Okay, here are the words that I have. And I let's we can all narrow it down while we're here. Great. Chic, polished, timeless, 
classic, strong, clean, effortless, sophisticated. Ooh. Am I missing a word? Beige. Beige. I'll just write it. Beige. I can't believe you forgot that one. But like, you don't have to, it, it, people's words are way more fun. Like some people are like, rock and roll, um, Mars, I don't know, like, or like outer space, like something there, there's, or a type of music or like something, people get really creative with their words. I just happen to be really boring and basic when it comes to like what I like and my style. I just like things to be classic, you know, I mm-hmm. never, I don't ever want to look back and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Which I do sometimes. I do really want to narrow this down. I like polished. I like polished too. I think that that's a good one. Polished. I use sophisticated sometimes. I think you're sophisticated. Well, again, my f- closet is full of your clothes, but and I think I'm sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> I think my wardrobe. So, is... Let's use that one collectively. We are sophisticated. Strong. Strong. That was my least Polished. favorite. Strong. Really? Polished. It doesn't really describe clothes. Or it could be like I am kind of undone. I'm never like fully. But then you're not polished. No, but you can be polished and undone at the same time, like polished with messy hair. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Maybe there's a lot of good ones, but that is very good advice. Yeah. And it's helped me. I'm going to use this tactic. Thank you. Being that it's now 2023, I do want to like go through my wardrobe again because I still have so much stuff that I don't use. And I realize that it's because I succumbed to trends. I bought things that I felt were trendy at the time. And I'm like, why? And like, I'm never going to wear it. So I only want to keep things that fit my words and that I can match with each other. Because when the articles of clothing fit your words, they all will vibe with each other so that you can just keep reworking all the pieces together. I like the classic word too. Classic. Things last longer. Yeah, great. But like, just because I'm saying that these are my words, your words can be completely different. And like, get creative with it. 1970s <gasps> renaissance i wish that was one of my words <laughs> i wish i dressed it like dressed like the renaissance no. renaissance could be one of my words no, it's but not. it's not okay anyway so that's my advice word do you do you have anything to add oh and always wear jewelry <laughs> <laughs> and find a signature piece find signature pieces of your jewelry that like you feel like are just really you that you wear all the time so that you and that means something to you. So you don't feel like you have to go to Claire's to buy a bunch of trash. Is Claire's even? I don't know. I just heard you say it earlier. I know. (laughs) Oh my gosh, y'all, the sickness is really catching up to me. You're doing great. Let's, Let's wrap it up. All right, wrap it up. Last question. Hi, Stassi. Um, I feel like it's standard that everybody says this, but I mean it. <laughs> I say that I have been a huge fan of yours since season one of Vanderpump Rules. Um, so basically, I my, here's my question. Um, I am a new mom. I'm Well, not a new mom. I, well, I found out that I am pregnant and I'm young. I'm 25 years old. I'm freaking out. I'm, you know, there's fear, but I'm excited. Um, I do have an amazing partner that is going through this journey with me. So that is something to be so grateful for. Um, my question to you is I can't stop reading. I mean, everything that I'm reading, of course, I'm reading, you know, things to eat and, um, things to stay away from because this is, you know, my first pregnancy, but I see, endless amounts of things. I mean, I'm looking all the way into like, I need to change my face wash because it has too many chemicals in it. And it's, everything's freaking me out. Um, I don't know what's good. I don't know what's bad. This is my, you know, first pregnancy. So I know that it is kind of normal for moms to feel this way, but I kind of just wanted advice from you because, you know, I know, Hartford was your first baby and she's beautiful. And, you know, I just wanted your advice on kind of like what you went through as far as did you, were you just as, you know, hypersensitive? Were there things that you were hypersensitive about that you thought you didn't need to be hypersensitive about now looking back on it? So that's the kind of advice I'm, um, 
you know, looking for in that situation. So, yeah. And I love you. I love your podcast. And F cancel culture. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, Alex. It's okay. I'll sit back for this one. Sorry. (laughs) But um, it's just really funny. First of all, congratulations on your pregnancy. Um, That's so exciting. Like your first baby. Like there's nothing more exciting. I remember that that feeling so specifically. And I just... Oh, like it, just everything about it. And I know exactly what you mean when you're like, oh my gosh, it's just a whole list of things that I can't do, can't use, can't eat, can't drink. And you take it so seriously because it is your first baby. Like Christina Kelly right now won't even take like a sip of wine just to try to see what it tastes like. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Christina, it's a sip. It literally is a sip. But I remember it's like your first pregnancy. You don't want to mess anything up. You take everything so seriously. And I remember what that was like. I took so many things way too far that I'm like now looking back when I do pregnancy again, I'm going to be way more relaxed. And uh, I have to say, I need you to buy this book. It's called Expecting Better by Emily Oster. And it changed my life when I was pregnant, because the first few months, I was exactly like you with wanting to change everything because I felt like everything was going to harm my baby. And then I read this book. And so Emily Oster, the author, is actually like um, an an a, fin- a financial analyst or one of those very smart people jobs. And so she looked over all of the all of these documents, all of this data with focus groups, with different tests and experiments and shit like that that were done. And she actually analyzed them as an analyst would. And she talks about which things you're allowed to have during pregnancy and how much and really debates all of it. And yes, they do. Like she does look at different cultures, different countries and different parts of the world and and what they do during pregnancy and what seems to work for them. And I just feel like it'll make you feel way more relaxed about your pregnancy. I also happen to have a doctor that also was extremely relaxed. So when I told him like, okay, Bo's telling me I can't eat all these cheeses. He was like, no, you can't. I was like, right? I know. <laughs> like I went to the grocery store and I looked up to make sure it was pasteurized. Like I went and picked the goat cheese that's pasteurized, brie cheese, pasteurized. Okay. I'm like, can't I just have anything as long as it's pasteurized? He's like, yes. I'm like, See, so all these women are going nine months without Brie because they just don't know any better. (laughs) That's so sad. Like, that's so sad. I'm sad for them. I saw this photo. Oh, my God. This photo. And this was I saw this photo when I was pregnant of this woman who had just given birth and she has her baby in her arm and her husband is feeding her a sandwich. And in like the caption, it was something like really about this was all I wanted my whole pregnancy and like the things that we go through in order to like to sacrifice for our baby. It was like a lovely caption, but like you could have had a sandwich, like (laughs) you could have had one. Just like when I asked my doctor about sushi, he's like, you live in Los Angeles. I don't think that you're getting sushi from 7-Eleven. I'm like... (laughs) No, I'm not. He's like, you can have sushi every now and then. Don't have it every day. Don't have it often. But like every now and then you can have it. You're it will be good for your baby. Like there's just so many black and white rules that aren't explained to people that they just say, like, don't have this because they don't want you to just have so much of it that something could go wrong. But like in moderation, everything's fine. Like, I couldn't believe at the like, this photo, she gave birth and she hadn't had a fucking sandwich the whole time. You know what I had at the hospital after I gave birth? A margarita. I didn't have, Did they oh, have, I didn't have liquor. Did they have liquor? No, Bo, <laughs> Bo made one and put it in the suitcase. At the, for to bring for me for what the hospital. A good husband. Yeah, because I didn't. I, I didn't have a margarita all pregnancy, and I just wanted one so bad. But a sandwich was great. A sandwich. How is this information not streamlined in 2023? I know. How are we still... Sometimes Why isn't it black and white? Well, sometimes I think because it's okay to have a little bit of wine every now and then. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay 
to have caffeine up to like 200 milligrams. I, I feel like people don't want to say, oh, it's okay to have some wine because then people just like start drinking wine every day. Right. Pregnant and they, people. Some will, people don't have self-control. Yes. It's a gateway to. It's a gate. Yeah. So it's a gateway to like a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't stop our shoes at Jimmy John's every day. <laughs> but yeah. She got the double sub. So, okay. That was my pregnancy advice. Take it easy. But you know what? Your first pregnancy, it's always exciting and you want to take it seriously. But you can relax a little. I'd ask your doctor and hopefully you have a relaxed doctor because I, yeah, I have to say, ask your doctor. Okay. I am not here to give medical advice. To give advice. medical advice. I'm not here to give any advice on dealing with your baby on pregnancy. This is just what I have learned and what I did. And holy fuck, I can't believe I didn't preface that answer with all of this information. I am not a doctor. Ask your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex, thank you so much for coming and doing this with me, especially since you've had a full day of work. I know. I'm usually more fun. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. It's okay. You're always fun. You worked all day long. Thank you. I, I love, love you. you. Um, <gasps> pour it out, you guys. If you want to ask questions, if you want to be on this show, you can call 844-666-SUWS. Now, when you leave a voicemail, if you don't want people to know your name, don't say your name. OK, redo it like if you you have to be OK with your question going out there. So 844-666-SUWS. Oh, and also if you guys could go and rate, review <laughs> and subscribe, that would be great. You can also watch this on Patreon.com slash Stassi. Bye. <laughs>